gentlemen we are live we are back in action this is how we do it over here baby you know what we got going on right now we got power 32 podcast we're here to discuss every team in every faction if you love the nfl football you're in the right spot as you're listening to the christening of the power 32 podcast every single team and i am so freaking honored right now for my first guest for the initiation of this show to give her time and come on the show and share with our knowledge. I, I'm so excited. I give you Ashley Elliott, who you can find on Twitter at the scoop 27. I've known Ashley for a while now, and she knows a lot more football than most <laughs> guys. Are. All right. She's been fantastic. We've been friends now for a while. This is the first time we finally got to do a podcast together. I'm so happy you're here, Ashley. How are you feeling? And thank you so much for joining me. I am so tickled to be here. I'm excited. I'm ready. I love it. You sound ready. You're always ready. You're ready. You're you're a Texan girl. You know how to handle things. You're ready to go. Theoretically, <laughs> that's what it. they say. I have to stay ready. <laughs> yeah, stay ready. Exactly. Right? On all ends. No kidding. Oh um, man, like I said I'm so happy you're here. It's it's just so great to be with you. I'm excited to talk football with you today. Look, you're the queen of picking games. You you know, we're in this league and N E F L and it's straight up, you know, we pick games, all sixteen games on the on the docket or whether it's fourteen with bye weeks, whatever. But um Ashley and I've been doing this league now for almost I think it's the fourth year together, I'm not sure, but you've you're, you're either in first place and you win the whole thing or you're in first place and maybe you lose at the very end, but you are the reigning champion again. So there's no luck there. You, you know, it'd be lucky if you did it once, but you keep doing it. You're still in first. I owe, I owe all credit to a good teacher, which would have been uh, only my dad. He was really good sharing his knowledge. So. I like that. I like that. You know, and that's cool. I like that father-daughter bond, like together with football. It's not, you know, kind of a rare thing, relatively speaking. So I think that's really cool. I like that a lot. I really do. Ah, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, look, guys, we're going to talk about the divisions of football. We're going to go through each team. Like I said, it's Power Thirty Two. We're going to do quarterbacks. Maybe we'll throw in a little Thanksgiving fun there. You don't know what's going to come out here on Power Thirty Two podcast right now. It could be anything, but <laughs> but first, before we do that, Nikki, uh, Nikki, excuse me, Ashley, I would love it if you please would tell you know the audience about yourself. I know, but you know, again, where they can follow you, what you're doing, you know, just you know, take a couple of seconds on that. I think they'd be interested. Oh sure, I was born and raised in Texas, Texas girl. I graduated, went to culinary school in New York City. Uh, from there, I got a really great job in Columbus, Ohio, which is where I'm at right now. Uh, you know, I had a really great job with a certain uh, a gentleman that owned a company, but since COVID kind of hit, it kind of has me a little bit everywhere chasing a little bit of paper to stay mm-hmm. afloat. But it, it's, you know, from one end of the world to the next, I, I can't complain. I have a really decent, really good life. I'm blessed for it. I see. Look at that. Looking on the bright side. I love that. I tend to be negative sometimes. I could be the skeptic, skeptical guy. So I can use a little bit of your positive <laughs> energy. Right? That is out. That doubt. Yeah. So no, good for you. You know, I'm glad that things are going well. You got a wonderful job and yeah, you get to go around the world. You get to see things. You get to see. It's, it's amazing. You know, in a way I'm jealous, but that's a hard lifestyle to live. You know, it really is. It, it, it's hard to live out of your suitcase. It is. 
Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. I don't know if I can handle that. So props to you on that one, girl. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go. And in between her travels, going from country to country and on a planet to planet, whatever she's doing right now, mm. she's still all over football. She knows her stuff. You know, this is why she's here other than being a friend. And we haven't done this yet. I, I'm dying to talk football with you on air so people can hear all the stuff that you know. We can go back and forth. We can debate. However, it's going to be. We're going to pick our teams. We're going to go through all of them, and we'll see what we come up with. So I can't wait. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. I know. Ready? She's definitely ready. All right. We're going to start in the NFC West. To me, the best division of football. We got the Rams and Seahawks at seven and three. The Cardinals six and four, so only one game behind. Then the Niners, four and six. Uh, you know, again, we're playing with second stringers, so I can't get upset about them, but. It was an interesting stat that I saw. Um, I Look, you're a Cleveland Brown fan, so just to get it out of the way, I think their point differential, the Browns this year, is something like negative 29, something around there. And the 49ers is like plus six, which is just strange and unbelievable given the fact that the Browns are seven and three. But we'll get to that. But that also shows that they can win other games that are close. If you have that kind of point differential, you know, they're able to do things. So we're going to get to that in a second. But I wanted to mention that because that is Ashley's team, the Cleveland Browns. So don't mess around. No. Don't say anything bad about it. No, let's no, go Browns. <laughs> yeah. Brown City over here, no doubt. And uh, as you know, I had told you I adopted them this year for the first time in my life. So I'm with you rooting for them at 7-3. and three. So we're, we're going to get there. But first, the NFC West. So in my, in my opinion, 49ers are out unless a miracle happens. And I don't see that coming, unfortunately. The Cardinals are really interesting at six and four. They got to get their defense back together. Seattle's trying to get their defense back together, but still to me, the most complete team in that division who had beat Seattle already is the Rams. I, I, I don't think that look, look, they could be overtaken even by Arizona or Seattle. It's possible. You never know an injury, God forbid, or whatever it is, but right. I feel like the most complete team on offense and defense. Ash. I agree. I agree with the Rams. I think that the Rams team this year is completely different from that disappointment that we watched last year. That was terrible. It's it's almost like, yeah. who were they? Um, you know, the, the QB struggled. They look really decent. I think that, again, I think injuries plague each and every team, but they look really good so far. Yeah, they did. And, you know, they're only a year away removed from the Super Bowl, obviously. You can have that Super Bowl hangover, as they call it. You know, I guess my team is having that right now. But, yeah, they're playing really good on all cylinders. And they're able to run the ball with a couple of different running backs in Henderson and Malcolm Brown. So, you, you can never count out Russell Wilson. He was my MVP before the year started. But if his defense doesn't continue to get better, I don't think they can win that division. But, when you see him in the playoffs, and they they will be in the playoffs. That's scary. That's like, yeah, right. That's one guy you really don't want to play is Russell Wilson at all, <laughs> at all. He's, so he's quick. Um, he's unpredictable. He's going to be everywhere. So I agree with you. Right, right. I'm all about that. He's got a couple of guys he could throw to, no doubt. If you know Chris Carson can come back from running back, you know, even though Carlos Hyde, who's one of my favorite players, starting as a 49er. If he can get his stuff together also, then yeah, yeah, I, I can see the Seahawks making a run and uh, for the NFC West. We'll see about that. And we'll see if the Cardinals have anything to say. Uh, they got to get their defense together. But going to the NFC South now, where my boy Damian Adams, his New Orleans Saints are atop 8-2 and two with a great coaching job by Sean Payton against the Falcons. Uh, I want to ask you about that. But uh, just to close out the division over here, Tampa Bay, just, you know, a game and a half behind, but they did lose twice to the New Orleans Saints. So they're seven and four. The Panthers are four and seven. They're the kind of team that can spoil another team's playoffs hopes. That's the kind of team they are. And then there's the Falcons who frustrate the hell out of us. Um, yes, the Falcons. Every single loss that I, most of my losses of picking have always come through the Falcons. I can never get them right. They're inconsistent. They never do anything the same. They're very frustrating. So, Yeah, they are. I'm with you all the way. They are. It's, it's 
getting very annoying because I'm the same way. Like every time I pick them, they don't win. And every time I don't, they do end up winning. It, it just boggles my mind. I don't know why I picked them against the Saints. They should have known better, whether it was Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. And I think that great move, you know, putting in Taysom Hill and letting him throw those short intermediate passes, running the game, uh, everything. So I don't know if it was in a, you know, an Atlanta thing, like he wanted to set a taste of milk for this game, but right. all indications are he's going to be the starting quarterback again. He's Next a really week. good spark. I think, you know, he gels really good with the team. He's a playmaker. I, I think that was a smart move for them to do that. I really do. You know what? It, it, it just may be. They didn't keep him around for nothing. I know we only threw like 20 passes in the beginning of the year, but in the beginning of the year, in his whole career, as a matter of fact, but it doesn't matter, you know. You get the job done. You run the ball. You still got Kamara. You still got Latavius Murray. So, yeah, these are guys that you can't get out. Even with, you know, Taysom Hill and Sean Payton's mind. I love it. Okay. And uh, they're playing Denver this week in Mile High. That might be a tough one, though. Especially with – I agree. Especially with um, Denver being so – I'm sure we'll discuss him later, but Denver's – you never know about them either. You never know who's going to show up to play. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of disappointed me a little bit this year. I thought they'd be at minimum a 500 team by now. You know, like I said, you know, we're going to get to them. But the Saints, uh, yeah, if they can keep holding on to this and they beat Tampa twice, then it will be their division and possibly even the number one overall seed. But there might be another team that uh, we're going to talk about in a couple of seconds that has something to say about that. But the Washington football team, they took home first place with four and seven record. I mean, mm. but you know, they look good. That game against the Cowboys, and we'll talk about each team. Obviously, the game against the Cowboys, Andy Dalton was looking good for a while, and then as soon as, soon as they lost Zach Martin and uh, their left tackle, his name is escaping me right now. The running game went out the window. Zeke fumbled again, yeah. and I've been saying he's having his worst year. I don't know if it's the offensive line, coaching, play calling, whatever it is, but he has not looked himself. And Dalton didn't do such a terrible job. Yeah, he threw that couple of terrible interceptions and, you know, wasn't really taking care of the ball. But when you got guys coming in your face like Chase Young and these other dudes, then that's really hard to deal with. And they won 41-16, and this game was close at halftime. It was... Not the game that I thought it was going to be. You know, I don't know that Mike McCarthy's the answer over there. Um, I agree. There's so much hype. Um, he's been kind of a disappointment. I don't know that if he has plays designed for what kind of players that he has. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a coach. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about sometimes, but I do. <laughs> I watch what they're doing and what they're doing is not working. You know? Yeah. It's disappointing. Right. It's, it's disappointing. Working. Yeah. I mean, it's how it they don't have uh, – they have, you know, Dax out. And, you know, sometimes Sean Lee's in, sometimes Sean Lee's out. Um, they just – they're hit hard with injuries, you know, that – and plus the coach yeah. issues, I think. But really disappointing. But Washington, my goodness, Washington's always been one of those teams I naturally disliked. I don't really have a real particular reason. But since they've gained a lot of the uh, – <laughs> Talent that the Buckeyes have, like Chase Young and Terry McLaurin, Dwayne Haskins, you know, I've kind of become a fan of not just them as the players, but of that team because they've overcome a lot. They don't look bad. I mean, that division is not impressive at all, but they're making a name for themselves. They need to name that team something different, by the way. Hey, Brian, I was going to say, they're going to make a name for themselves. They better do it sometime soon. That would be nice. Washington, cool. The Washington team ain't working for me. No, me either. It's kind of interesting, maybe for a couple of weeks. But, I, I mean, come on. Let's pick any Washington Warriors. I mean, that works perfectly. <laughs> you know, yeah. let, let's go. I mean, how hard can it freaking be? So, yeah, they're looking all right. And, I, look, you you know me. I'm a Niner fan. So, while I struggled with my uh, dislike for Alex Smith in the beginning for the first five years, I ended up loving this guy. And, uh, you know, he was able to take us to the NFC Championship. And then Kaepernick stepped in, I understand. And, went to the Super Bowl the following year, but I'm rooting for Alex Smith now. I, look, I picked the Giants to win this division because I like their defense, and I believe that their offense will score a lot of points. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the Giants to win it, but Washington seems to be better than I thought. And uh, look, if you keep Alex Smith upright, I mean, the guy's a total pro. I mean, he's probably the best quarterback in this division. 
Maybe and he's got some really, you know, Terry McLaurin as a receiver, there's nothing that that guy can't do. He's a leader totally. on the field, off the field, and he's so reliable that they've got a good investment there. I hope they take care of him well. Yeah, and I think they will. I think they will. I mean, you know, it, it depends on what tier they're going to put him in. But like you said, there's really nothing he can't do. So, I mean, he should get paid really, really well. I hope so. I hope so. Because, they, you know, he, how many sparks do they have in that offense? Yeah, I know Antonio Gibson, he went off yesterday. But, again, we're talking about a Swiss cheese Dallas defense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so really, really don't know. But, um, yeah, I guess the toughest question of the day, I mean, if you had to put your money on someone, who would it be in, the, in, this, in uh, this division? It's such a sad division. But, you know, the way it sits right now, I think that the Giants have the most potential out of everybody. But I say watch out for Washington. Yeah, definitely watch out for Washington. You know, it's funny how we really haven't talked about Philly in this conversation, but um, mm. it, it, it seems like why. I don't know. I don't Imagine that tie actually gives him the freaking division win. That'll be amazing. And people will be like, oh, ties actually do count. But, yeah, it's it's all about Carson Wentz, and it's all about Doug Peterson. I don't know if they're seeing eye to eye. You know, I, I, I talked a little bit about this on the show the other day, you know, him getting injured so early. Oh. Maybe that has an effect psychologically. And, you know, again, the, the team that he has around him, he's scared he's going to get sacked. So he's making very bad, premature decisions. And, you know, I still think that he's an excellent quarterback. I do. But, you know, sometimes you just got to change where you're at. I think, too, you know, there's a lot of uh, Zach Ertz. There's just a lot of not his name being mentioned this year. Um, yeah. It's kind of disappointing. I just think overall they're disappointing which is surprising. And I don't like the Eagles. I'm not an Eagle fan. Sorry to everyone who's an Eagle fan. Um, Sorry. (laughs) But I am really surprised that Zach Ertz is just not – he's not a factor, really. And you have to look at Carson Wentz, really, at that one. You do. Look, if you're going to be, you know, looked at as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you're going to have to do things like Tom Brady did and make less receivers better. And – yeah. You know, the plate bowling is going to have to get better. I don't know. He's one of those guys, Carson Wentz, who likes to cut the field in half. So they'll roll him out a lot, but they haven't been doing that this year. That's another problem. So, um, yeah, I think coaching is also a big part of it. But I'm not giving up on Carson Wentz just yet. I'll tell you that. But, uh, yep, I like the Giants in this division. So we'll see. Dan, you know, Dan Jones got to chill out with the, uh, you know, interceptions and turnovers and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I think they'll be all right. Even Wayne Goldman, a running back, doing a pretty good job. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I think so. That team I was alluding to before, who the, um, uh, excuse me, uh, New Orleans uh, Saints are going to have to contend with toward the end of the season, is probably Green Bay. Uh, they're 7-3 and three right now. Other than New Orleans, I'd say they're the most well-rounded team when Drew Brees is in there. Um the defense, it could be the problem. Uh, you know, I think that I think New Orleans can run with Latavius Murray against them, and of course Alvin Kamara, which will open up other things. So that's where Green Bay's vulnerable. Now, nobody in this division is going to give them a problem with that because they already played Minnesota twice, and Dalvin Cook. That's right. Done. Right. So they're four and six. You know, Detroit's four and seven. So I highly doubt it. And the Bears are five and five, and I feel like they're worse than both of those teams. So I'm not uh, I'm not big on any team in this division. I don't think anybody's coming out except for the champion. And in my opinion, Ashley, that's got to be the, the Packers. I agree. I completely agree with that. And I think that um, anybody that watches Aaron Rodgers play know that when you put enough pressure on him, he's not going to be successful. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Another guy like that is Tom Brady, and we'll talk about him, uh, you know, a little bit more with their game coming up. They got a big one this weekend against Kansas City, so that would be really interesting. But, uh, mm-hmm. yep, I'm with you. Makes a lot of sense. AFC, least, as it was becoming, but uh, getting a little bit better now. Obviously, the Jets own 10, so mm. they'll probably take Trevor Lawrence. I'd be surprised if they didn't, unless somebody emerges. That would be crazy, but... Uh, the Patriots were in there. If they had won that game last week, they would have been 500 against Houston. They couldn't do it. So that sucks for them. That may drop them right out. As you got Miami at 6-4 and four and Buffalo at 7-3. and three. So only one game separates them. They play again. Miami's been doing great. 
But Buffalo has been doing better, in my opinion, than more well-rounded. So I would take them in this division still. I picked them early in the year. But to the Dolphins, um, they've been surprising us, you know, left and right. You know, whether it's with the defense or they're getting their running game together once in a while or even Tua coming in and adding that spark. And ironically, they took him out in the third quarter of that Denver game last week to add a quote-unquote spark with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, again, is 106 years old, and God bless him, he's been doing great. But you can't do that to your rookie first-round pick who you've basically been tanking for the entire year, even though they weren't necessarily tanking. But why do that in, in his young career? I mean, psychologically, that can totally screw him up. Look, I, I would I would think that that would mess with my psyche a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Ryan Fitzpatrick has that Fitz magic. Maybe that's what they were wanting to come through. <laughs> well, it didn't come through. Not that time. It yeah. did not come through. But they're a team that you can't really count out. They're they're still in it. They seem to be improving despite all the. Um, what do you call it? Distractions, injuries, all that other stuff. Uh, the Dolphins look good, but I would take the Bills. Uh, Josh, yeah, yeah. amazing over there. Oh, he's great. He's great. My uh, Damien loves to say he was taking a quantum leap. He uh, predicted that in the beginning of the season. I've always been a Josh Allen fan. Even though he, he always reminded me of uh, John Elway and even Ben Roethlisberger, just big guys who can you know avoid tackles in the pocket, move around, and make a great throw with really strong arms. So I'm big on them. You know the defense should be better. You know from what we saw last year. So I hope they do get this stuff together on defense because if they do. You know, they can run a little bit. They can certainly throw, and Josh Allen could take off with his legs. And going back to Miami, they certainly can be a playoff team this year. You know, looking at the records in the AFC, it's it's getting kind of tight. It really is. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. There are some teams out there, even like the Raiders, uh, at 6-4 and four right now. Um, as far as the Dolphins go, I, 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 I like them a lot, but don't ever take two out again. Let the kid prove that he can come right. back. You know what I'm saying? Like, give him a chance. Absolutely, unless, I agree. Unless he was hurt, you know, I didn't hear anything like that. But, you know, you just don't sit that guy right there. So, yeah, we agree. Everybody at fault to has agreed with that one. So, uh, yeah, we're totally on par right there. All right, let's keep this bad boy going. AFC South. So, Jacksonville doesn't count anymore. They're 1-9, whatever. Uh, Jim Harbaugh mm. might be their head coach next year. Houston Texans, 4-7. Uh, and seven. I like the way they've been, they've been playing lately, but even if they won out at 9-7, and seven, they probably still wouldn't make the playoffs. Maybe they would. I don't know. 9-7 could get you in, but I, I don't think they're going to win out. Then you got the Titans and the Colts at 7-3 and three each. They're atop the division. The Colts only a half a game because they beat them earlier in the year. Now they play again. It's in Indy, and I know a lot of people are liking Tennessee because they do have more firepower, I would say, on offense, but to me, defense still really does win games, even in this day and age. And the Colts have one of the better ones. I know they play the Packers, and they let up you know a bunch of points uh, last week, twenty eight points. But again, that's Green Bay, and these things are going to happen. But the Colts have stepped up in big games, and I'm really proud of them. And Philip Rivers is playing better. They're running with Naheem Hines, so uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. And Michael Pittman Jr. is a guy who I'm very impressed with. Their rookie uh, wide receiver, so. I'm liking the Colts, and I'm going to stick with them, Ashley. What do you think? I'm going to stick with them, too. Um, I kind of agree with you when it comes to the Texans, even if they did win out. I don't. I think that the Colts have their number. I mean, year after year, they're the ones who take them out of the playoffs, out of the wild card in every season that they're eligible for the playoffs. So I think that the Colts definitely – are going to take this one. Yeah. I, I, and I don't think, and listen, I don't think Harbaugh is going to be the coach of the Jaguars. I need the Harbaugh to stay in Michigan so that Ohio State can keep beating. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, and they will. Oh, my God. How long has it been since they actually won? It's been a long time. Yeah. I don't know the actual years running. Yeah. It's pretty long time now so far, so. Hopefully the streak will stay going. That's incredible. That really is unbelievable. Yep, they got their number. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I guess Ryan Day is there to stay for a long time, huh? Hopefully so. You know, he's a really great coach. I think he's great with the players. I think he he's able to give them a spark. Uh, they 
listen to him. I don't know. I just think that you couldn't have asked for a better replacement for Urban Meyer. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better yeah. one. Yeah, so far so good. It's definitely working out. So well done there. I'm with you. All right. Now, that's a little college ranking that we threw in there for you. Back to the pros. We've got a couple more divisions to go over. Then we're going to take a very, very quick break and come back with quarterback action. Top 10 quarterbacks that we've seen. So, again, we're not going back to Sammy Bourne, Otto Graham, and, you know, Len Dawson and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be the ones that we've seen. And we'll give you some explanations for it. I'm looking forward to it. So let's get to the North. The only undefeated team left. The Pittsburgh Steelers will talk about why they may have to be stay undefeated. The next team is not the Baltimore Ravens. It's the Cleveland Browns, Ashley. Woo-hoo! Go dogs! Unbelievable. It's, it's great. Like I told you, I jumped on their bandwagon for the first time this year, and I was huge on the Colts also, so I'm feeling myself a little bit right there. And again, <laughs> despite the Browns, um, you know, relatively – week schedule which they've had i don't care look you you play who's in front of you this week and and that's really all that matters so you know this is your team i mean they're they're a running team they're playing better on defense Uh, are you liking their chances to to, you know to make the playoffs you absolutely i really am excited about the way they look uh i mean come on you've got kareem hunt and um and chubb yeah Yes. I mean, can you ask for a better combination? That alone, you know, I think week after week, they're surprising more and more people, except for Cleveland Brown fans, because even if they win or lose, people are going to argue about them anyway. I like them. I like the way they look. I'm not going to actually say I'm going to give it to the Steelers yet, because I want the Browns to make a running for it. I really do. You never know. It's certainly possible. There's no doubt about that. It is absolutely possible that it can happen. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe so, maybe so. All right, let's close it out. Our last division over here, which I can't find right now, but that's okay. I know what the teams are. <laughs> we got uh, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, at 9-1. and one. I'll go back to them in a second. But uh, to go from the bottom, the Chargers are done. They're 3-7. and seven. And, look, they can have a much better record with the way that they lost these games, Ashley. I mean, Her- Absolutely, I, yeah. Herbert's been playing really well. But at the end, it just doesn't go right for them. It's tough. They always lose those close games. And they have so much talent, you know? Where, where do you – Goodness. Where do you – they do. I, I don't know. I think maybe the blame lies – the blame may lie a little bit more with the fact that they don't have a consistent running game. But then I think about Anthony Lynn. Uh, I think it's a third or fourth yeah. there. And I'm wondering, like, dude, you know, how can you make this happen so many times? You know, maybe you got to control the clock a little bit better or whatever it is. So they got to get that figured out if he's going to stay there. That's number one. Uh, two, with the Broncos, they're four and six. I guess you can't count them out. They still can. But I highly doubt it at this point. And that was one of the other teams that – I thought was going to the playoffs this year. So evidently not right there, but the Raiders might, the Raiders might actually. The Raiders. Yes. The Raiders look quite decent, different team from it was last year. You know, Derek Carr looks healthier. He looks stronger. He's got a lot of people to throw it to, to hand it off to. So they're, they look really good over there. Darren Waller. Oh my goodness. Oh, Pretty good. Great. No doubt about it. He can be a wide receiver type, you know, wherever you want to put him, he's going to catch the ball. He's one of those type of players like, I don't want to compare him to George Kittle necessarily, but he's he's, he's getting kind of close to it, getting kind of close to it. Um, <laughs> when you talk about tight ends, there's another one in the league that's top three, and that's Travis Kelsey, who plays for the Chiefs, who are 9-1. and one. And like I said before, the Pittsburgh Steelers mm. may have to go 16-0. and 0. Because I don't know if Kansas City is going to lose another game. I mean, they're that good. Obviously, they want to at least tie Pittsburgh and maybe get percentage points so they can be the number one seed, whatever it is. But it's close, and that's going to keep Pittsburgh on their heels, you know, going through. But when you look at the Chiefs, the only thing, again, I, I worry about a little bit is their defense. But it's just that Mahomes makes up for everything. He's un- un- unreal, unreal. He's very versatile. That's what makes him dangerous. He runs. He has an arm. He's smart. You know, he, he's just got, he, he only gets better. He's impressive. He really is impressive to me. Yeah. 
He sure is. He sh- impressive. I don't even know. There's probably a lot more words in the song I could break out of somewhere because of this guy. He's just the things that he's done. And you can already tell, look, we're three years in. There's no beginner's luck anymore. I mean, this guy is doing what he's doing. Reigning Super Bowl uh, MVP, which I'm not happy about. And the year before that, he won the MVP easily. So there's more to come. With this guy, look what he's done. 27 touchdowns, two picks. It, we, we almost get like immune to it now, Ashley, with, with the fact that he can yeah. just you know, throw four touchdowns, 350 yards and no interceptions. And yeah, that's just a regular day at the office for him. Really amazing. Something else. Wow. Uh, well, I think that his matchup that he has this weekend is really going to be fun. To oh, watch. yeah. Oh, yeah. This, oh, it's going to be a great one. Talk to you about that game. Yeah, we're going to pick out a couple of games over here that we're going to get into. There's no question. But first, we're going to take a very quick commercial break. We're going to be back in less than 60 seconds. And with that, we're going to give you a little NFL music. So enjoy. Ashley Elliott, Jason Fearman with you right now. We have the Power 32 podcast, and we're not done yet, so hang in there. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. This is, again, the initiation of Power 32 podcast. And who better than Ashley Elliott to bring in over here? Unbelievable. Really, just just great. So long overdue. So happy to hear. Having a lot of fun so far. Absolutely. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, so am I. Tina. Also, everybody's excited. Or whoever sings. <laughs> well, we wanted quarterback. Quarterback, because like, hey, look, that's the one who's taking the snaps initially. You know, he's got the ball in the hand. He's got to make everything happen. So, uh, it, look, it starts with him. Even though really, it starts with the center. He touches the ball probably more than anybody. But the fact does remain that quarterback is the most important position, maybe in all of sports and certainly football. So let's get into that. Um, I don't know if you have a list. I put mine on Twitter yesterday just because um, I felt like throwing it out there and seeing other people's opinions. So I'll, I'll go through mine real quick, and then I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, you never, And everybody's got different opinions because okay. it, it just it, – again, to me, it's perception. I don't like – even though stats are important, I understand that, but I uh, – I don't know. I just, to me, it's the eye test. You know, when I watch certain players playing, I'm like, you know, wow. Or I'm like, all right, he's okay. So without further ado, let me get to this. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still the best I've ever seen. So he's number one, but a real close to is Pat Mahomes. People may not like my number three, but it's John Elway. I got to see him play because I'm an older man. So (laughs) I've got to see him play. (laughs) (laughs) through the 80s and 90s and he was an unbelievable athlete himself like I said before he's like the the, you know the first guy who was the Ben Roethlisberger's or even a who can just get out of the pocket Josh Allen stuff so love that I have to put Brady ahead of Manning even though I really don't want to because Brady to me was more clutch in certain situations and didn't even have the necessary weapons except for when he had Randy Moss you know, a couple other people. So I'll give Brady because of the six rings and the consistency and him being more clutch. But I got Peyton right behind him at five. My guy, Joe Montana, uh, he's at six because he had such a great team around him as well as Tom Brady, and people don't realize that. But Montana could be number one on, on my list and a lot of other people's list. Following him, Dan Marino could be higher because of what he did, but one Super Bowl in his second year. Didn't win. My 49ers took care of him. But 8, 9, and 10. I got Brett Favre. He dominated my 49ers all through the 90s and even played well when he was, what, 63 with the Minnesota Vikings. Almost- 
<laughs> so, you know, bravo. Rick Favre right there. Then I got Steve Young because of everything that he can do. He's just like Russell Wilson, but he's left-handed. And Russell Wilson is number 10, even though Drew Brees maybe should be there and maybe give Russell Wilson a little bit more time. But the thing with me is, Nikki, when I watch them both, I feel like Wilson could do more. So I know that's all the way at number 10. I don't know. Start there with me just with that, and then I'm right after this question. Russell Wilson or Drew Brees in their prime at their best? Mm. Ooh. I would have to probably go with Russell Wilson because he's a little bit more yeah. agile yeah. than Drew Brees. Although, I think that I personally would have Drew Brees in the top 10, but if I had to pick either one of those two in their prime, I'd probably go with Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's a hoss. You ain't kid. He totally is. He's he's amazing. He's unbelievable. He was my MVP pick earlier this year. I don't know if that's going to happen again. It'll probably be Patrick Mahomes, and it'll be well deserved. But uh, yeah, that's what it came down to for me. It's you know again the eye test. I don't need to look at stats every two seconds. If I did, then John Elway wouldn't be considered one of the best, and neither would um, you know certain guys like even Dan Marino for that matter. So you know. You know what they can do, and sometimes they got to predict their defense. So, um, yeah, I like that debate with uh, Wilson and Drew Brees. You know, Brees obviously was great. Wonderwall in the Super Bowl turned him from the Aints into the, you know, who that nation right there. So things worked out. <laughs> but um, I would love to hear your list right now if you do have one. Well, or it's right off the top. Just, of just listening, just listening to yours. I'm. Um... I don't disagree with hardly anything that you have on there, but, you know, there's the Jim Kellys who never won yes. uh, a Super Bowl. That's a good point. But he, he's, a, he's an excellent QB. Um, you know, I was talking to my dad about this last night, and he was really disappointed. He's not a Chicago Bear fan. The man loves the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Yeah. And he was telling me, he said, you cannot forget about Jim McMahon. I was really? like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I don't know, Pops. I don't know about that one. He said, well, he took a team and turned it, uh, took uh, nothing and made it something. So I had to throw that in there for him. But, you know, other than the list that you had, Jim Kelly, Troy Aikman, uh, Brett Favre would probably at the top of mind just because I grew up yeah. watching him. I think whenever I have children, whoever my future husband is going to be needs to probably be in on the fact that I want to name my son Brett because I like Brett Favre so much. <laughs> well, if I become your future husband, then no problem. I'll give you Brett. Let me just get the middle name. That's all. That's all. <laughs> you got it. But Brett, I mean, Drew Brees, I, I don't disagree with any of them. I don't think that Eli Manning belongs on there. No. Um, we were talking last night too, and my dad was like, well, maybe Philip Rivers will end up on that list. I don't think he's going to end up in the top 10. I think Philip Rivers has surprised me this year because he talks smack, and I did not know oh, that. Oh, yes. Yes, he does. And the best part about him talking smack is the fact that he will never curse. He doesn't curse. He does. Golly gee whiz, Wilkerson. You know, <laughs> gosh darn it. The man will never curse. Look, he's got nine kids, you know, so he's got to watch his mouth. I mean, really. Everywhere that guy goes, you got to watch out. You can get pregnant. It's 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 crazy. He has nine kids? Nine children. Nine. It's either eight and one Holy on the way. Mackerel. It's either eight and one on the way or or nine. But either way, it's nine. You know, God bless. Let the, you know, the kids be healthy and all that, obviously. No question. He is definitely fertile, but he's not going to be in the top ten yeah. greatest quarterback. Yeah. You got a pretty good list. I, I like your list. It was pretty good. I don't have any really variables in there other than I would have a breeze uh, Jim Kelly. I really liked the whole, um, Steve Young. I wasn't, I had to go back and look at his stats, you know, cause they're kind of a little older than when I can remember, but very impressive for real. I think that Troy Aikman's a little impressive. Um, yeah, you gotta give, he him. deserves a nod yeah. or to be close up there. The three rings and such. He, he did some really cool stuff. Yeah. Had some really great weapons. So you know, some people may call him a game manager. I I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he was the number one pick at a UCLA, so obviously it's something, you know. And uh, yeah, he was very accurate. You know, he didn't have to go downfield too much, but when he did, 
he hit Michael Irvin a lot. So, I, you know, I, I'll give you that. He's not in my top 10 probably because there's a lot of hatred. And, you know, I feel like he had a great for him. But that, that doesn't take away from his quarterback skills. Not at all. Uh, while we were talking, I was just going through a top 25 list that they have. And I'm going to leave out, you know, the guys that, uh, you know, played in the 40s, 50s, 60s and stuff like that. But Warren Moon, they have a 22. Jim Kelly, they have a 21. I think that's far down. I, 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 well, yeah, I think that's way too far. But this is just one list. Kurt Warner's 20. And I, oh, I can't even believe we didn't bring him up. Kurt Warner's yeah, so good. Yeah, Kurt Warner would be like maybe a top 15 for me. So at, at the worst. But yeah, they got him at 20. They got Big Ben at 19. Oh, my God. They got Russell Wilson at 18. I, what, what's going on here? What, what's the matter with these people? They, 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 are you Okay. Now I'm pissed off. All right. Russell Wilson's 18. Terry Bradshaw is 17. Are you kidding me? There's no shot. <laughs> There's no chance. I don't care about the four Super Bowl rings. It was the steel curtain. That is crap right there. That really is. Oh, that bothers me. That bothers me. They put Steve Young at 15 and Troy Aikman at 14. Okay, that's interesting. Would you have Aikman ahead of Young? I don't know. I don't know that I would have Aikman any higher than 12 okay, or 13, that's really. That's right. I think he belongs somewhere in there. Again, you know, Super Bowls are a huge thing. Uh, Brett Favre, you know, I had him eight on my list, I believe, and – I, I know that you love Favre, and he's done amazing things. Yeah, every every like I said, every time the Forty Nine ers played him, I was scared to death. He was the last guy I wanted to see. They put him in number twelve. So, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Because then at eleven they put Sammy Ball. Like I mean, the the guy was amazing. Okay, um, I keep scrolling through this, and I'm I'm my head is getting flushed right now with what I'm seeing. Aaron Rodgers is number ten, Ashley. 10. 10. It's wow. not like he's like, you know, halfway wow. through his career. Oh my God. They put John Elway at nine. I'm going to punch the screen. I really am. <laughs> uh, Who do they have as number one? That, well, that shall be revealed very soon. Rogers stole back at eight. Um, Dan Marino, they put at seven. Okay. Um, Drew Brees at six. Wow. Whoa! Uh, you know what? It's because of all the stats, and that's what I'm talking about. Look, he's a great quarterback, but you just can't go all off of these stats. It ain't right. Yeah, it ain't right because sometimes you know you can have a great quarterback on a mediocre team, and you can have a great quarterback who's got weapons all over the place, like Kurt Warner did. You know, so I, I don't like that. Damn, very weird. All right, let's close it out. Otto Graham, whatever he played. <laughs> from 1946 to 1955. So forget about that right there. Then, of course, they put Johnny Unitas in there. I'm not shocked that they did that. That's fine. Which leaves, to me, the top three. It'll probably be Peyton Manning. Yep, Peyton Manning is three. Then it's got to be Montana and, and uh, Brady. Yeah, Montana two and Brady one. I don't love it. They're going off accolades here. That's what they're going off of. They have to. It sounds like it. You know who's going to be a great quarterback or who's going to be on that list yeah. one day? Joey Burrow. Good, good for you. I like that. I like that. It, that's that's kind of a stretch, but I, I agree with you. He's going to be there soon. We're talking maybe two or three years. Hopefully his injury uh, you know, heals properly. I, I, I love Burrow. I'm with you. You know, Between Burrow and Tua, Justin Herbert, Ooh, wow, that's a tough question. Which one would you take out of those three? Let's say you just, you know, clean slate, blank slate, any one of those quarterbacks, which one would you go with? Joey Burrow. I, I'm close. I'm between Burrow and Burrow. I wouldn't even think of Yeah. Yes, Joey Burrow. All right, Joe, and, and I got no problem with that. He's looked like a pro from day one. I don't know if I would go. I, I might go Herbert because he's a big dude and he can make a couple of – but Burrow's more accurate, more of like that prototypical, I'm going to stand in the quarterback and I'm going to take care of business. So it's kind of hard for me to argue with you right there. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to put up much of an argument. I'm really not. That's, that's, that's. I think it sucks that he got hurt. And I think that all of us could see from the very beginning of the season that if they were not given that poor guy a line, he was going to get hurt. And that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Really does. Wow. 
right. Well, got a few tweets in there. We'll make sure we have time to get through everything. We'll try to answer them after. But um, let me see. I know I had a few more I want to go over. Let, let's go over just a couple of games that uh, look interesting over, over the weekend. One, Arizona versus New England. So they're in New England. Arizona, to me, is the better team on offense. But New England's got them on defense. So it's like Bill Belichick, is he going to take away DeAndre Hopkins and rely on everybody else? Because they do have weapons. But then again, I look at New England and Cam, and I know they don't have a lot of good players, but somehow they do seem to move the ball down the field. So I think, well, I think this game is going to be tight. I think it depends on what Cam Newton shows up to play because he ever, ever since he got um, – COVID and came back. He's not the same. No, he's not the same. He isn't. He isn't. I mean, he's he had that one great game with Jacoby Myers, you know, like 10 catches for 162 yards or whatever it was. But, yeah, that's totally not his MO. So, I hear you. That's a tough one. I actually ended up going with New England and the defense and the weather factor. They're not playing in a dome. Maybe that. So, I think maybe they will pull it out. But um, originally, I had the Cardinals. But, I, I, yeah, I switched it up at the end. Um, I, I don't see – is Cleveland going to fall for a trap game here against Jacksonville? Gosh. <laughs> That's like the $64,000 question, no, right? No. <laughs> it, 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 to me, this is some maybe even a bigger test than, you know, some of the other teams that they played because you know that Jacksonville is going to try to give you everything they can, whatever they can, and Cleveland could – Maybe yeah. sleepwalk into this. That's where Kevin Stavansky comes in. He's going to have to make sure this team is ready to go. No trap game. Let's go eight and three and let's get this shit going. Absolutely. You know, he's done a good job uh, keeping them level-headed because, you know, Freddie Kitchen's um, method, I think that he, last year he cost Nick That's Chubb right. that rushing title. And I think that Stavansky this year is looking at the talent that he has and he's like, you know what? I got a run game. I've got uh, a passing game. I'm going to have fun with it. And you can tell that they're having fun. Um, I think I'm tired of hearing Andrew Sandejo's name comes up because he misses a lot of tackles here and there. But, you know, I am extremely pleased with the way that they're playing so far. I really am. Again, you play who's on your schedule, and they got seven wins out of ten so far. I'm loving it. I'm patting myself on the back over here along with all you Cleveland fans. I'm very happy. Like I said, my other team is Indy. We talked about that. Uh, won't shock me at all. Tennessee wins on the road. A lot of these teams split in that division, but look for both of these guys to possibly be around in the playoffs. We'll see. It's uh, the, a- the AFC is close. You know, Then you got like the Raiders. They're taking on Atlanta this weekend, which is a team that drives us freaking crazy, but I think be able to pull that game out and if they do yep. they go seven and four the buffalo bills be able to beat the chargers they go eight and three so we're looking at teams starting to really separate themselves and i look at new orleans denver new orleans can afford to get a loss and i think this might be the loss in mile high you know, denver plays much better over there i feel like they don't even play on the road i feel like they're in mile high every single week it's really funny but uh New, New Orleans going over there, and you know now they got some tape on Taysom Hill, so it could be a little bit of a different game. And Vic Fangio, their head coach, is a, a defensive-minded coach, so I yeah, absolutely, yeah, it'll be a really good a game to catch. Game, but um, look, this is Sean Payton versus Vic Fangio in a lot of ways right now. So we'll see. And again, the Saints also have a very good defense, and the Broncos are sort of banged up as well. So. We got to watch out. The game of the week, obviously, is Kansas City nine and one versus Tampa seven and four. Tampa coming off that loss, they usually come back with a win. Um, I just don't know if they can do it against Kansas City. Kansas City is still, to me, if you know, neck and neck with Pittsburgh right there. Uh, you know, their one loss came against the Raiders, who had a lot of firepower. They took over the second half. Great halftime adjustments. Otherwise, they'd be undefeated right now as well. So. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really care where they play this game. I think Kansas yeah. City wins, although I think that they'll keep it close if they allow Tom Brady to run his offense and Bruce Arians doesn't, you know, come in and say, okay, now we're going to start throwing the ball long. We're down by 10 points in the early second quarter. You know, that's plenty of time, no time to panic. So what are you thinking about this whole deal? 
You know, I think that Tom Brady thrives on consistency on how he likes to do it on the plays that he knows that works for him. And I think he's struggling with that a little bit. Um, I think as, as a veteran, he's, he's trying to figure it out. He's got the weapons and such to use it. But I think in this particular game, he's not going to want to lose that. Here's this young kid stud coming up and he looks good. You know, that Brady's going to want to perform outperform that kid that day. So I think that um, they're going to give him a run for their money. That's for sure. Definitely give him a run for the money. If I had to pick, like I said, I'm going to pick Kansas City. But if Tampa wins, well, first of all, I'll be rooting for Tampa in this game. I definitely will. You know, I like the underdog, and they certainly are the underdog in this game. So, look, I'm with you. When they run Brady's offense for the most part, intermediate passes, running the game, controlling the clock, they've won. That's how they win games. So, does Bruce Arians want to win games, or does he want to have an ego the size of fifty-eight Eggo waffles? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, he's yeah. he's gonna have to figure that out. He's got to figure that out. Um, one more game that we should have saw already. Now they're moving Baltimore Pittsburgh to Tuesday. I think right. It's the last I heard. Yeah, I believe so. Well, yeah, well, I think that's one, what I read too. Comes first, so I'm fine with that. You know, you got to push it back. These they're they're trying so hard to not have a week 18 that you know they'll make Tuesday games, Wednesday games, whatever they got to do. Um, so yeah, Pittsburgh's got screwed over a lot lately, but they're giving Baltimore a chance to get all their players back and. Before even getting into the matchup, that's something I really don't like, and I think it's unfair because a lot of teams have had to play with, you know, missing 10 to 12 to 15 starters, you know? So why should Baltimore be yeah. any different because this Baltimore-Pittsburgh? No, I don't think so. I mean, if the Steelers are afraid, and I haven't heard any of that, of, you know, a God, God forbid, a COVID outbreak, uh, Baltimore uh, is getting a lot of favoritism from the league right here. I agree. Um, I think when everyone heard that Lamar Jackson went down, it was kind of like one of those eyebrow raising things like what's coming next. Cause I don't think he was the first one. I think that maybe JK Dobbins, who by yeah. the way, looks yeah. really good over there. He has outshined. I think uh, what is the other yeah, guy's Lamar name? Um, yep. Ingram. Yep. I think he looks better than Ingram runs better than Ingram. So I don't know what the partiality is for the Ravens and stuff, but I don't think that even showing up with their best, I, I don't think they're going to beat I, Pittsburgh. I agree. I, I, I am Sadly. so baffled that Baltimore is six and four right now. They, I actually had them going to the Super Bowl. Um, don't see that anywhere near anymore. You know, last year they were so dominant with Lamar Jackson through like 36 touchdown passes, ran for a whole bunch more. He was like flawless, but again, tape. You watch tape, you see what's going on. It figured it out. Even Lamar Jackson yeah. himself said a couple of weeks ago, they know what we're doing. They know exactly what play they're running. So that's also yeah. on Jim Harbaugh, uh, uh, John Harbaugh, excuse me, get it together, dude. I mean, he's a smart coach. So you're going to have to you know, fix things, do things differently, whatever it is, and yeah, get your running backs quick. Otherwise, it uh, could be a problem over there. But I know that you are fine with them having as many problems. As long as they're not health problems, let them keep losing and let the Browns keep winning. Yes, I don't have any <laughs> objections to the Ravens or Steelers. <laughs> let them do it out. As long as it benefits yeah. the Browns, I'm all yeah. for it. <laughs> but they are disappointed. The the Ravens overall this year are really disappointing. disappointing. I did a fantasy overall. show uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about some of the most disappointing players in fantasy, and I was surprised nobody said Lamar Jackson. I went last, and I'm like, dude, Lamar Jackson is like the most disappointing player right now, especially if you're talking about like fantasy, drafting him in the second round or something like that. You got screwed. Yep. You got totally You really did. I think that Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton – Come to the Fort Kirk Cousins, oh, yeah. they're all disappointments to me. Oh, yeah. I expect Kirk Cousins, nothing. you never know what you're getting from day to day. Let me give you a little updated news over here for you in the audience. The Steelers running back, James Conner, got uh, tested for positive COVID-19. So, wow. Okay, that sucks. And Hopefully, there's an outbreak within Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Dolphins, uh, you know, two were downgraded to doubtful versus the Jets. So, 
maybe there was an injury in there that we didn't know. And I don't know why they wouldn't say that from the beginning that he got hurt as opposed to saying we pulled him to get a spark. So maybe. I've never heard that they pulled him because he got hurt. I I heard they wanted to give a spark to the team, but I'm reading here that he is downgraded as doubtful to play against the Jets. So you have to imagine that he either got hurt in that game or maybe in practice, but I, I would, I would go ahead and say that he probably got hurt in that game. And that's the reason why he was taken out. I don't think Brian Flores is that dumb. Huh. All right. I don't think so either. Things right there. Okay. All right. Uh, we talked about the Ravens and Steelers moving to uh, Tuesday night, which is great. Get to watch another extra night of football. Um, let's see. Any other really interesting things? Uh, Zach Ertz, not going to come back this week. Neither is Christian McCaffrey. Um, you got him uh, on, on one of your teams? No. I do, and you know, I think that I ran him. Yeah. Ran him. Listen to me, like I'm his coach. But I put him in for like one, one or two games, and that's all. And it's so disappointing. Yeah. My goodness. Were you able to get Mike Davis or somebody else picked him up? I don't think that I was able to get Mike Davis, but I, I you know, I had some really good backups. But no. losing him was not cool. You know, it puts you. Put you at a disadvantage anyway, so hopefully yeah, he gets right. better and hurry the hell yeah, up, back. up back. Right. No doubt. Oh, wow. Man, I wish we had more time than an hour, but we only got an hour and we're a few minutes away from that. And, Ashley, we can keep talking. And we're going to do this as you know, long as you can get some time off and everything like that, hang out in the PJs and relax and talk some football. I, I want to keep doing this with you. It's been a lot of fun. We'll get some other guests to come in at certain times, and, and we'll rock and roll. This was a great Great show to kick off Power 32 podcast again, going through all the teams. And I'm so grateful, Ashley, that you were able to help me out with this one. Definitely couldn't have done it myself. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. I had a great, great time. Because that's all I cared about is you having a great Honestly, that's all I cared about. (laughs) I knew I was going to have a great time talking to you and talking some football. You you know your stuff. You got wit. You got jokes. It's, It's all great. And we're going to have so many different segments going down the line. I mean, the list is crazy. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking football with you guys. You know, as many times as we do this, and like we said, bringing a couple of guests sometimes once in a while. Uh, maybe we'll take your questions on Twitter uh, and answer them and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Ashley, I can't wait till the next time. Thank you for having me, Jason. And everybody... Um, be kind to one another. It's so important nowadays, you know, save your criticism. Just be kind to people. Enjoy your football. It's a blessing we have it. I didn't (laughs) think they were going to be able to get this season, let alone going or even get to a Super Bowl, and they're on the way. So, hey, basketball is even coming around for basketball fans. I know that I am, but uh, until football's over, I really don't get into it that much. But, yeah, thank God that we got sports and there's still outbreaks all over the place. So, again, another thing, little PSA announcement. Wear your freaking mask. Just just do it. I know it's uncomfortable, but just put it on when you go yeah. outside and you're in the car, whatever. Take it off. It's all good. Nobody else is around. But just have respect for other people, all right, because the cases are rising still. It's been a, almost a year already, and we should have a better grasp on this thing, and we don't. And that's because people are irresponsible. I'm sorry to call you out, guys, but – Let's go get it together so we can try to get back to some normalcy even before the vaccine comes out, which may not be for another six or seven months, you know? So hopefully, hopefully good things coming. Football has been an absolute blessing. So are you, Ashley. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for being. Let's do this again. again. And again and again. We'll be in touch. We're friends and we're going to be friends for life. And it's a beautiful thing. You do so many great things. Again, you're wise beyond your years. Very intelligent. Love talking football with you. And I love your jokes on Twitter. Please follow her on Twitter. At (laughs) You have to follow her. Guys, you have to follow her. At the scoop 27 She's made me pee my pants on several occasions. Okay, I'm not kidding. (laughs) 
So you get with the humor, the knowledge, all of it, all of it. All right, Nikki, tell him again where to find you one more time. I uh, Nikki, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it, it's okay. It's okay. At at the scoop twenty seven. I'm terrible on social media, but this is the a constant place that you can find yeah, me. No yeah. weirdos, stay please. Thanks. Stay away, or I'll come after you. There's no doubt about it. You don't want that happening. All right. I've, I've got. I've got a lot. <laughs> all right. So everybody step off. You keep listening over here. Keep it tuned to third and three podcast Wednesday nights. Ashley and I are going to get together as, you know, as much as we can and get some other people on and just have a blast and, and talk NFL. We love it. We got games coming on tomorrow. Cannot wait. Great thing going on over here. So Ashley, again, thank you so much. Hopefully everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. And like Ashley said, just freaking be nice to each other. And if you can't, walk the other way and don't say anything. You know what? Just be cool. All right. We're dealing with enough crap already in the world. So help us out a little bit, right? Amen. Amen to that. that I can't wait to hear it again. (laughs) Well, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, that's for sure. Because I don't want to lose my New York one possible at this point. Well, you'll you'll be hearing uh, accents from uh, uh, the Southwest, cold down south and east, and from all over the country. The show will continue. No doubt about it. And it started off great. The initiation. You guys are going to get to listen all the wonderful things. I can't wait. The next time, Ashley, thank you so much. Let's keep in touch. We'll do it again. Later, guys. Absolutely. Sounds good. Peace out, everyone.